0: everybody and welcome to uh, episode number four of dial a drummer and that was john John John, blackwell amazing john blackwell jr i kind of feel like we uh we should start this episode kind of like when we were kids you know on this episode (laughs) of a very special the facts of life yeah you know, it's they kind of set the mood that it's going to be a little bit more a little different a little somber a little more a little different yeah it's today is uh it it's been a it's been a difficult week
1: yeah it has been a rough week especially for those of us here in Atlanta yeah um should we start with that yeah go let's start with that
0: guys um as we go through the show today we're going to talk about some serious stuff today yeah and I'm gonna try and and keep my composure. Right on. And uh, and we're gonna turn this into something really positive. Um, so yeah, let's just feel free to call in. Uh, we can't. We're not looking at chat, the chat the comments and stuff today. We're not really. Uh, we're not paying attention to that. I really wanted us to stay very present and very focused. Right. Um, you can hashtag us on all the social media. Uh, Oh, by the way, um, I'm Brian Stevens. I'm Shannon Corey. Welcome Uh, to Dial a Drummer. I have a noisy
1: mic. Episode four. We're doing something a little special, a little different today. Um, Instead of having a guest, we're going to do more of a tribute show. Um, And we're going to start with a shout out to Christian Thomas Leonard. Um, Recently passed in his sleep and... This was a wonderful young man. It hit the Atlanta community very hard. He was well known, very well liked, very good drummer, Um, came up in the church scene, just a great kid. A lot of us, you know, were influenced and had a chance to influence him. He had recently moved to Nashville and was starting to do some great things. Yeah, he's really gotten
0: his footing there.
1: Yeah, and I know there's a lot of us in Atlanta that are very sad. Right now because of this. Because this kid was just a great kid. Very bright future. So a big hug to the family, the Leonard family. And everybody that got a chance to play with Christian. Um, So just big hugs and love to the the Leonard family.
0: I I remember the last last time I saw him uh, is one of those buckhead nights right <laughs> uh, I, I don't do them as much <laughs> as i used to but uh yeah so there's there's a few club gigs that i'll do in buckhead where you basically you go on at like ten thirty or 11 and you play solid n- no break until 2, 2 thirty three o'clock in the morning it really depends Ooh. on it depends on the crowd sure and uh, if everybody's still hyped at 2 a.m., then you you're keep
1: going, still playing.
0: <laughs> and uh, the the very last one of these that I did in in Buckhead um, is right not too long before he moved to Nashville. Uh, I kind of looked off to the side and I was like, "Dude, hey, yeah." I'm just yeah, you know, it was one of those you kind of he's just sitting there, just kind of hanging out. And he had a presence. Yeah, and and he had apparently he had a gig down the street. And they actually did have breaks on their gigs, <laughs> and and he was nice enough to come and just come and sit and watch for a while and nice. just be supportive. That's and cool. and it was one of those you know you're playing and, and for me too on those kind of gigs I'm singing too so it's not like I can really stop. Right. And right. you know it was just you give you give the head nod and a little wave, a little stick in the air. You might twirl it just to get a <laughs> giggle. Right. And. Uh, And so, yeah, I mean, he sat there for, I know, a good 20, 25 minutes, however long that break was. And then when when he was done, he just just gave you the high sign, like, hey, man, it was great to hear you play, and walked out and went and played his gig. And I I thought that was the sweetest thing in the world. Um, You don't really get that from a lot of younger players in this town. That's true. That's true. Uh, the, the fact that he knew, uh, without me having to be told, you know, he knew I was playing right down the street. He had an opportunity to come down, or he could have just sat and hung with his friends. Right. Um, yeah, and the fact that he was so generous with his own time and came down just to sit and watch and be supportive, uh, I really appreciated that a lot. So sure. that, was, that was the last time I, had, I saw him and, and definitely kept tabs on him as he uh, made, made the trek up there to, to Nashville. And, I mean, he he just played on the Grand Ole Opry, like, on the 24th of this last month, man. Like, his trajectory, he really was hitting that sweet spot in the trajectory, and you love to see it. Absolutely. As as somebody who's been doing this a lot more, and and we tend to, sometimes we tend to get a little jaded. We get a little jaded.
1: We've been doing it a long time. (laughs) But it's nice to see somebody that was doing it the right way. Yeah. Being a professional. Yeah. Always prepared, and, and just, you know... As, as you get older in this and you learn that, you know, the reality is 90% of it is the hang and yeah. how you are as a person yeah. really gets the work. And, you know, the rest of it obviously closes the deal. But he had the right mindset yeah. and, and just, just the right character, man. He was a good kid.
0: Yeah, and and it's always, especially with younger guys, but, but anybody, it's always nice. Um, when someone's name comes up into a conversation and they're nowhere around and no one in that conversation has anything bad to say about that person. It's all positive. It's all, and it's not, it's very genuine. Right, right. It's It's, just character. yeah, Yeah, yeah. You can tell that everybody in the conversation, whether it's, just a couple of folks or six or eight people and that was the he was one of those guys in that case that like everybody had nothing but great things to say yeah. about that guy.
1: It's been sweet seeing everybody putting up posts yeah. on Facebook and the social media platforms yeah. and
0: there's been some good tribute video things yeah. and some some yeah. some stuff that's out there that's great. He'll that, be
1: missed. It would have been yeah. fun to, you know, really watch where he was going. Yeah. But you know, big love to Christian Thomas Leonard today. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we're uh Praying for his family and um, and praying for all of his all of his friends, his extended family, absolutely, especially down here in Atlanta, but in, in Nashville as well. Um, he will he will definitely definitely be missed. So this is the point in the show where normally we would have something else to get into and right. change the whole tenor of everything. We've
1: completely changed our <laughs> format for the day
0: <laughs> for the day. Um, we we lost somebody else um, on on a day that's supposed to be about um, freedom and happiness and and in a in an ironic way, um, our, our friend John Blackwell did get some freedom, right? Um, but yeah, so um, for for guys who don't know, and if you don't know who John Blackwell was, then uh, you've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> He, uh, time to do some homework, kids. He left quite, in, his, in the short amount of time he was here, he he made, uh, he made quite a name for himself. He left quite a legacy. A lot of things to see and hear that, uh, that were absolutely awesome. Absolutely. Um, do you remember the first time that John Blackwell came on your radar? Absolutely. This was
1: back when he was playing with Cameo, mm-hmm. actually. And I was introduced to him through Marcus Williams. Yep. who was another fantastic drummer. Amazing in the drummer. Um, and he was a longtime teacher of John's. And so I got introduced to John early on yeah. and then watched his trajectory go just to unbelievable places. And you knew then that this kid had something. Yeah. I mean, the open playing, the way he could play multiple grooves by still grooving and There's a groove in particular on a Prince song that we'll get into later that everybody needs to go learn because it's incredibly difficult, but the way he pulls it off is beautiful. So I got exposed to him early on. Yeah. And he was always very humble, very nice guy. Anytime I ran into him at the NAMM shows or at a show, always super sweet. Just a great guy.
0: Yeah, he... How about um, yourself? I I remember the exact day. I remember where I was. In fact... um, uh another drummer in town jason ortiz had put a comment about this on one of my posts this week so it was nice to see somebody else remembered this day right um so back back uh, in uh, the mid 90s when i was uh there was this nebulous period where i was subbing some classes at the atlanta institute of music but i was just finishing up my time there as a student and um Anyway, so we had we had a clinic there that particular day, and memory probably doesn't serve me well about which clinic it was, but I just remembered that there were a ton of people at the school that day that mm-hmm. normally were not
1: there. I got you. All of a sudden, there's just a crowd. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> like so
0: I'm in the main performance room, kind of help setting some things up for the clinic, and I'm noticing that, that a lot of the people that are in the performance room waiting for the clinic are beginning to filter out and and there are a lot of whispers around the rooms. <laughs> yeah, you can you can kinda of tell when something's happening.
1: Right, right. It's uh yeah, and you don't know and you're like, What's yeah, going on? Everybody
0: ain't paying attention to what we're doing. <laughs> um, and so uh, in that old that old location of the school, when you went out of the performance area, there was a long hallway. Right. And the part of that hallway were where the main drum classrooms were. And uh, even over, you know, opening that door and going in that hallway and just seeing people standing on top of each other all the way down this long hallway waiting to get into a room. There was something electric happening, and you could hear it. You know, once you walked into that hallway, you could just hear this... Thunder. (laughs) That's a good word. Yeah. And so, so uh, I started as I'm making my way to see what's going on. You know, because in my mind I'm like either a fight has broken out or somebody's wearing out a set of drums. One of the two. Um, So I'm kind of getting my way through these people. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm hearing. Uh, drummer Berkeley, uh plays with Cameo, all this other stuff. And so I get my head kind of into the doorway of this, the main classroom of the school. And all I see, the first thing I see are talking about spinning sticks. It's just, there was, there was, <laughs> it, it was like 20 people were spinning sticks behind the same drum set. And, uh, and so I, I make my way into this room and it's, slam packed full of people and there's some unwitting soul on one side of the room behind a drum set and he's playing drums right but he might as well not even be there because everybody's focus was trained on the other side of the room with this guy who's just he's whittling the drums to sawdust right <laughs> and uh and it, it was uh it was quite a, uh, a display right on. To, to see because it wasn't just, uh, it wasn't just athleticism, it was joy. Right. And that was the difference. I think walking into that room, um, you had two guys that were playing on, on sets of drums and uh, one of them was obviously not as good as the other one, but it, there was not a spirit of um, animosity, sure. or there was there wasn't that weird vibe that it happened. wasn't
1: competition.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was it was joy, and and you could tell like the smile on his face. He was he was having fun with his friend, and having fun with everybody that was there. um, It was
1: very infectious.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so eventually (laughs) we got to go get everybody out there and go to this event that was happening, this clinic was happening in the other room, and things died down. But no one stopped talking about that. Right. And, uh, yeah, I I came to find out who John Blackwell was that day. And a little portion of his history um, and, and then there were numerous other times that I would see him around town. It's kind
1: of cool, though, because it's almost like from a distance. Yeah. You're like, all of a sudden, you see this thing, and you're like, wow, who's oh, that guy?
0: And I hadn't been in Atlanta all that long, maybe a year. I got you. And so, of course, in my mind, in my very self-critical inner voice, <laughs> I'm thinking, if these are the drummers that Atlanta has for me to measure up against— I better go do a lot of work. <laughs> go back to Mississippi. <laughs> I might want to pack up and get out of my lease. <laughs> because he was he was absolutely
1: fabulous. But you make a great point, because he was always joyful when he played. I mean, just always always smiling and you know, cause he had that ability to twirl yeah. and play and kind of the Sony Emery school where you could and Sonny was the king at being able to play these amazing grooves yeah. with this amazing stick twirling. and John kind of took it to another level, yeah, you know, the China behind, which is kind of his signature move, right. and the crossover flips, yeah. very, very cool, just always fun to watch
0: there was there was a time there's a, a club in town called Cafe 290 mm-hmm. and and they still do Sunday night jams. Uh, but I, I haven't been in a very long time. But again, in that that first couple of years that I was here, that was the place that I would go on Sunday nights. And a lot of times I would sit in, and that was the hot spot. That was that was the spot on Sunday nights, especially at the time. And I remember uh, one night walking in, and John was already sitting in on the drums, and uh, you know and it started off as all of these do, where everybody is. Uh, just kind of playing nice, sure. <laughs> you know, we're going to get the song started Great. and uh, and see where it goes from there. And then, uh, you know, of course, it came time for him to get his spot to to do his thing. And uh, if, if you don't know Cafe Two Ninety, Cafe Two Ninety is it's a jazz club in town. They do other music now, but especially at the time, they were really known for smooth jazz and that R and B flavored jazz. Was the main thing that they it's did back there? When we had
1: a radio station called Jazz Flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and and he just—I remember again—just came time for him to get his spot. You know, he serviced everyone else, right? Musically, with the way that he played, he very was very supportive. supportive. Right. But then when it came time to cut him loose and Bum. give him his moment, bye bye. The club only holds a few hundred people at the most. It's one of those really low-hanging-ceiling clubs right. where uh, everybody's kind of packed in, and there's some tables and very little standing room, and, uh, and especially on Sundays on a jam night at the time, it was always really, really packed in. You would have thought that he was playing uh, Phillips Arena right, right. You know, down the road to 20,000 people, the way that he played his drum solo, and um, I didn't want to go on. I didn't buy bother. <laughs> really? He, yeah. That it, was was like, it. It. it was like it was like he took it to a yeah, whole nother yeah, notch. Blackwell <laughs> John Blackwell just played, and there's absolutely no reason for me to play a note tonight, because uh, there's nothing that I would do, either in the song or in the solo, that would be anywhere near as good as that. Sure. In fact, if anything,
1: and in your mind, the moment you sit down, you're thinking. How am I going to follow
0: that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whether whether I'm the guy right after him or the guy yeah. the hour after him, people yeah. are still talking about what he did. Right. Uh, and and wishing that he still was playing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Enjoying the moment more than yeah. wanting to be there to play yourself. That's awesome.
0: So, you know, you flash forward, and, and I think— it, Around the time that I first he first came on my radar, I think it's around the time he had transitioned into the Patti LaBelle gig. Which, for let's be honest, for most white people, Patti LaBelle is kind of like she's the chick that sang on a song with Michael McDonald. That's about (laughs) the extent of what we know about. Patti LaBelle, but if you're a fan of music, especially if you're a fan of R&B music, uh, Patti LaBelle was a force to oh, be reckoned
1: with. It's a catalog that you, especially as drummers, really should check yeah. out because there's some great songs. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, so it's, that's, that's one of those <laughs> legacy gigs that um, if you like that kind of music and you're really into, into that genre, to get a gig playing that music you might as well just take whoever's in the top ten at any given moment and go. I'd like to have that gig too. Right. It's 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 on par with that. Sure. If anything, in some ways, it's probably even better because it's not the flavor of the month. She right. had such a she long had a huge history catalog and still still does. You know, it's that was one of those gigs. So knowing he got that gig. That was like, wow, this guy is really, he's hes reaching the pinnacle right. at this point. And it's its great to see it from someone who was such a good player. Uh, not good player. Good player is not.
1: No, he was no. a great player. He, he was, was he was
0: transcendent yeah. in the way that he played. And uh, to see him get that gig, you were happy. Yeah. You were like, man, someone who's that good of a person, who's that good of a player, and who is, who's, who's. So dedicated to it, deserves that. Sure,
1: absolutely. So
0: you know, and he plays that gig for a few. And that years. transition,
1: for, you know, because Cameo was a big gig, but then yeah, Patty Labelle is certainly a much larger gig, much more seasoned pros, much more bigger production. Yeah. the whole level of professionalism goes up you right. know, tenfold.
0: And and you think at the time it doesn't really get any better than that, but of course, John being who John. he was. <laughs>
1: But when he landed the Prince gig
0: That's the one where I, the, That's where he became
1: <laughs> on everybody's radar yeah. And boy what a time of music and just um, I'm so glad there's so much with what we're doing in this day and age of technology and video I'm glad that we got to have him in the YouTube era <laughs> where you can go and reference anything right now Yeah I'm going to, because I'm telling my brain, one song that I'm going to recommend everybody go check out by Prince with John Blackwell playing is called Everlasting Love. Is great video. They were on the Jay Leno show. Yep. And he does this groove between the floor tom while maintaining the groove with the left hand playing the hi-hat and the snare. Yeah. And then the right hand's playing the floor tom groove. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great song.
0: Yeah. You know, like there's there's at least three guys playing drums right yeah. now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's over there playing a shake and you're like, wait, nobody's helping him? How the hell is he doing that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when he when he got that gig, I just I went, Well, there you go. I mean, if anything in the universe ever made perfect sense, you would put someone of that caliber uh, on the drum set behind someone that's that caliber of a musical icon. Right. You know, if anybody's going to drive that bus, it needs to be somebody like a John Blackwell. Right. Because um, you need someone who is fearless and selfless at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times fearless comes with a lot of baggage. And it comes with um, a, a, a sense of self that is very important. Mm-hmm. But in a gig like that, you've got to have that confidence, that uttered confidence that makes you completely fearless, but you have to be absolutely selfless. Right. Because no one is there for you. Right. Oh, and
1: by the way, (laughs) all of a sudden you're working for Prince, who is probably the top five best musicians ever. Right, right. Who can play any instrument yeah. better than most of us. Yeah. So there's no pressure.
0: No, none, none. Yeah, yeah. He might not be able to do all of the pyrotechnic stuff that you can do, but as far I mean, as... He'll tell you how to groove. Yeah, as far as playing drums for a song, uh, he's, he's one of those that if he says it, you listen to him. Absolutely. And, um, and not not to mention the fact that, you know, just someone who's who's that That larger-than-life kind of personality can be very intimidating, Mm -hmm. and you can't carry that on stage with you. Right, right. You know, you can't can't walk on stage with, oh, my God, do you know who is standing in front of me? Right. Because the moment that you do that is the moment that everything falls apart. (laughs) That's true. There's, there's absolutely nothing that you'll do that will help that situation. You've got to go and know that i got a job to do and I have to be this person. And that's what I'm here to be and do. And then just execute. Right. The level of execution um, that has to happen in that situation is absolutely
1: Critical. astounding.
0: Absolutely. Um, Agreed. It, uh, it, pr- the pressure, I, you know, I can't believe That kind of pressure, so... uh, And then in between, he actually went out and
1: did a tour with Justin Timberlake, too. Yes. So, I mean, just amazing artists he got to work with.
0: Yeah, you know, I I saw them on the the Musicology tour. That was, you know, that was kind of the thing to go and see and do uh, at the time. Which is one of Prince's better tours. So if any
1: of you, you know, rest in peace Prince, rest in peace John Blackwell... We got that particular tour with the horn section and Maceo Parker on the gig. Yep. Man, what a band. Holy moly.
0: Oh my goodness. That was one of the best shows I've ever seen, period. Yeah. And we had great seats. It was, that tour was kind of a theater in the round type thing. So there was not a bad seat in the house, really. I mean, honestly,
1: it's probably the best live show you'd ever see. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Prince was such an amazing performer. Yeah. And the band was equally as good. Oh yeah! It just from top to bottom, one of the best shows you'd ever see.
0: Right where we were in Phillips Arena at the time, we had, um, we weren't right on John's area of the stage. We were a little further down, but we had direct sight line to, nice. to what he was doing. We had sure. that good that good shot, like the hi hat side shot, you know, and uh, and the time opened. Yep. So you already had an amazing drummer to watch. Yep, right. Jelly Bean. Yeah, uh, you already had someone who is iconic um, to to not just R and B music but pop music. Um, you already had that, and then uh, to have John and that entire band come on afterwards and play that show—it is one of my top three shows I've ever seen ever. Yes. And uh, and again, you know, yeah. you you stand on the side of that, and you can you can fall depending on your personality. You can fall in one of two camps. If you're an idiot. <laughs> I'll just call it what it is. If you're an idiot, you stand on the side of the stage going, I can't believe that guy. Man, I could I could do that. hear this guy going, uh-huh. yeah, I could, you, could do that. Yeah, yeah, you just cross your <laughs> arms. If you're an idiot, that's what you do. Right, right. <laughs> and, and you wonder, well, how did that guy get the gig? That's the guy that doesn't get it. <laughs> or you can be the other kind of guy that goes, you know what? The universe is in alignment right now. Because the guy who's supposed to be there is right there.
1: That's a good way to put it. And,
0: and and I'm benefiting by soaking up all of this inspiring music that just makes me want to try and get yeah, better. They're at making this. my life
1: better right yeah. now because I'm witnessing amazement here. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's, uh, I hate to break the flow here a second. We've got our, my uh, touchpad thingy is not uh, responding to our thing. But um, so, while I'm trying to fix this little issue that we've got here, feel free um, if if you want to. We've got the uh, the call in line there. Uh, eight four four eight. You think I'd know it by now? eight four four eight three three drum. How about I just say drum and you figure out the rest of the again.
1: numbers? 844-833-3786. Yeah. Give us a call if you got any questions or want to say anything or you know just want to talk. We're here.
0: Yeah, if you've got your own John Blackwell stories and, uh, and things that you want to share, uh, this is the one problem, channel with being the guy that does everything, uh, you have to break a wonderful flow to deal with that. <laughs> uh, it's it, live, buddy. It's yes, okay. It's live. It's live. For, if for, if for. you've got any, uh, any stories, uh, Friends of John's, uh, drummers that were just inspired by John, um, maybe the first time that you heard him play or saw him play or something that uh, that inspired you about him. I mean, feel free to call in. The lines are open. we got a call screener there and all that good stuff. Um, that's that's part of what this show is about. Uh, we kind of built it into the name. There. And
1: to backtrack a little, if you'd like to call in and talk about Christian at all, yeah. please oh, yeah, feel yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, please, We'd love to open means. that discussion as well. So yeah. it doesn't have to be just for John. We're just opening up the forum today, doing something a little bit different.
0: Well, and, and you know, while we're while we're on a different tip, um, the other reason I think that emotionally I'm kind of in a, in the place that I'm in this week about this is invariably when something like this happens, when when on either spectrum, someone who's been around that's seen a lot of the world, that's gotten a lot of opportunity, or someone who's really young in their continuum. Mm-hmm. Um, when they pass naturally what you end up doing if if you have any sort of emotional uh if you're in touch with yourself and your place in the world and um and how you feel about anything invariably you look like you look at someone like John who had a, an amazing career but he wasn't he was still a young guy. Good Lord. He still had a whole lot more to go. Yeah. There were still a lot more things that he could be doing. Uh, you know, Give him another 20 years, and uh, it's just going to get exponentially better. Right. So you think about that, and you think about how, how quickly. Makes you take
1: stock quick, yeah, a little the,
0: bit. The time is short. Yeah. And then I look at someone like Christian who I remember what I was doing at 25. I mean, at 25, um, I, I'd already been divorced once, and I was uh, and gotten remarried, and had was on the cusp of having another kid at 25. And I was young in my, I was I wasn't even as far along as Christian was at his point when mm-hmm. I was at 25. I was way behind the curve, and I think, man, that's somebody that didn't really seem to squander his time. No, he didn't squander his effort. One thing
1: I really remember about. Christian is, you know, I was fortunate enough to teach him some lessons, which yeah. I had some time with him, which was awesome. But I really remember him being so driven and really focused, like he knew that, you know, end game where he was trying to get to. Yeah. And those sure. kind of students that come in and are trying to really absorb what you're saying mm-hmm. and and take to heart what you're trying to show them and and then you see that. Yeah. Come to fruition. It's an amazing thing. So I'm I'm right there with you. It does yeah. make you really, you know, reflect. And life is short, and you're, you know, as they say, you're not guaranteed tomorrow.
0: No, no. And and, <clears throat> and for me, as as I'm taking stock of it, and really, I, I'm I'm trying to look at what am I doing with myself, with my time, with my effort, with my resources. Not only what am I doing to further my career, further develop my career, and maybe push towards my own next level. But what am I also doing to pull everybody that is around me forward with me? Right. And, and that's one thing I could definitely say about both of these guys that was uh, common. And unfortunately, it's not as common as it should be in our business, is that these guys were definitely about the collective, and, and and so I've definitely had to take some stock this week and and ask myself, Brian, what are you doing to further the collective? The uh, whole pay it yeah, forward kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, and, and both both in terms of people that are your age that are doing what you're doing that are in the same business, uh, or people that are younger that are trying to to get to something that uh, that's their own. Yeah and um, and so I've definitely had to sit with that this week and and ask myself some very, very hard questions and um, and hopefully, the takeaway from something like this is that every second that you have is precious. It sounds trite, it sounds cliche when we kind of sit here and talk about it. But until you have something that impacts you like, this past week has impacted me and impacted a lot of our friends yeah. that are on the other side of that, that camera right there. <clears throat> Until you have that, you You don't really key into the truth of that, that every single moment is precious right. and that every single second that you have is a second to do something with, something of value, not just to yourself, but to other people. Sure.
1: Your family, or your gig, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. So, so you know. So, uh,
0: please forgive me if uh, I don't suffer fools when it comes to uh, reality television. Yeah, sure. And silly <laughs> social media trolling, and twenty-four uh, hour news. Yeah, it's and, all not real yeah it, it's it's all window dressing for lives that we don't actually lead right. you know what we're here to do is is to wake up every morning and and really decide number one, what am I gonna do to make sure I'm a better person today than I was yesterday? And how can I at the end of today leave a little more for everybody else than was here when I started right even if it's one just one little piece. One little thing and um and so yeah I, I think ultimately that that is for me the takeaway of all of this is number one um, treasure every second, number two, find some way to do something with every possible second that you can, do not squander a moment right and uh and, and then number three, um, love as many people as you can because. Uh, and let them know that you love them. Right. I love, ya. love you. You know too, I buddy. did. Absolutely. Let them know that you love them. Because at any point in time, it's it's funny because if I showed you my phone, my son has it downstairs doing our call screening. If I showed you my phone, I've just got text after text after text from friends of ours that are in this community that were um, in one way or another connected to either one of these guys that just sent a text to say, Just a little something. I love you, and yeah. I'm, I want you to know that I'm thinking about you. you know I hadn't talked to you in two months. I hadn't seen you in six months, but I'm thinking about you, and I love you. and And that's one of the amazing things that comes out of a situation like this. Right where there's nothing that we can do as human beings to change what has transpired in the past week. Um, there's nothing that, you know, John was sick for a year at least that, that yeah. he knew of. He'd been
1: battling for a while. Yeah, yeah.
0: That, and, and and there was nothing that any of us could do about any of that stuff. No matter how well or how well you didn't know him, there was absolutely nothing you were going to do about that. Um, but hopefully the people, especially the people that were the closest to him, the people that saw him day in and day out, I'm sure that that year gave them a long runway. Yeah. They could really communicate that
1: love. Yeah, because you never want to feel like you could have done more or should have right. done more or, yeah, just that reaching out and being real with people. Yeah. And, you know, because at the end of the day, all this stuff is just stuff. It's but it's, it's this thing yeah. that really means something. Really, you know? really,
0: really, truly. And. and <clears throat> I think over and above anything else that really is um the one of the main reasons why I wanted us to start doing this mm-hmm. is because there's definitely a bond that you and I share as friends that we've had for a very very long time. You know, we're talking 98 I think, yeah. you know, it's it's a long freaking time. time, dude. <laughs> <a long> <laughs> we we've, we've had the benefit of knowing each other very well for a very long time. Um but it's never enough time. Right. Uh, but there's a connection and, and 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 a love and appreciation for each other that uh, we also have that appreciation for so many people that are on the other side of the camera and and really what I hope that we're doing with the show is creating a hub where people can talk about things both uh, drunk geeky things sure. and technical things. A drummer hang, things. if you will. It's a drummer hang thing, but and, it's also... And it doesn't
1: have to be just drummers. It's it, musicians, yeah, friends, musician hang. family, but it, whatever. But,
0: but the, it's also a place where we can be real and we can talk about things that have nothing to do with with music directly, but they affect the, the things that we create. Right. And, and that's definitely the... Uh, the other the other thing that i pull away from this which is everything that happens in life to whatever degree that it's connected to you and you experience it everything informs everything you create and so for us to have a hub and a place that we can come like come here and share and uh, and reflect and and do some things to uh, unpack sure on whatever level we're unpacking i hope that as we go forward that that's what this show becomes for people that are watching or listening, is it's a place that not only can you come as we unpack our things, and you know, whether it's something heavy like this, or it's something fun like the 26 inch bass drum that came in that's sitting downstairs in my studio right now. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. It's freaking amazing. It sounds so good. Um, We have a place where we can do things like that, uh, and and it really just becomes an experience for all of us. You know, it's not just. uh, It may look like uh, two guys sitting in front of a few cameras on the internet, but what this really is is an opportunity for the people on the two guys on this side (laughs) of other people to engage the people on the other side of that screen or those earbuds, and and have a dialogue, have a discourse. And, um, and, and hopefully, uh, you guys will, will take that uh, for what you will and, and use it as an opportunity. Use this as an opportunity to, um, to let your voice be heard about whatever is important to you in the moment. Sure. You know, today it's love and friendship and loss and legacy. But uh, tomorrow, it's, it's going nice. it's, it's to be drumsticks and drumheads and DVDs or uh, some cool video you saw or some cool lick that you're trying to learn. Right. And they, they all, at least in this community, in this place, they all have equal weight.
1: But it all fits into this thing we called life, which yeah. is what we're dealing with today, is real yeah. life. Because yeah. we're not worried about our streaks on Snapchat. We're trying to do something yeah. real and be really engaged with people as we try to be with ourselves and with our friends and our family because that's at the end of the day your own legacy is what it comes down right. to yeah. you know
0: so uh uh we're going to finish a little bit early today just cuz I think we've we've gone as far as we can go with this without Brian becoming a blubbering mess <laughs> that's uh, i've definitely um it's been it's been a good week for me to to recalibrate sure and and really decide for myself what's important and um and so uh yeah so i'm gonna get off camera and be a blubber mess for a little while and uh and figure my thing out yeah. and uh and again with with john and all and his family um his friends, anyone that knew him to any degree, people that played with him, um, our love and our respect and our condolences go out to you. We 're sending you tons of love. The admiration is very high, much respect yeah and uh, and if anything we can do it's just admonish you to um, to take all of that love and those good vibes that you got from John and from Christian and from anyone else that has impacted you on those levels take that energy and make more of that energy out of it that's good cool so um i would be remiss and i would be a horrible host if i didn't tell you to come back next week uh we're gonna find something happy to talk about (laughs) (laughs) uh we're probably gonna have a guest of some sort um you know what? I like I said there's a twenty-six inch bass drum sitting downstairs that we may just have to get some audio and video of that we can demo on the show. We'll we'll do something fun and geeky next week. And uh the uh just know that the phone lines are open all week. So at any point in time, if this has affected you, if you have a story you'd like to share, uh we'll we'll double back on this. If we've got Absolutely. people's stories that we'll play on the show, uh that we'll put into uh, the recorded the recorded version of this will will mash up a lot of different things as, as we go go forward with this. So you can call that number 844-833-DRUM during the week. There's a voicemail on there. Just leave us a voicemail. Uh, feel free to email us, and normally I would be firing all this stuff off. Uh, email us at dialadrummer uh, at gmail.com, and you can follow us on all the social networks, uh, to keep up with what we're going to talk about, what we'd like to talk about, what's happening in our community, uh, we're Dial Drummer everywhere, I mean, pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. It's easy to find. So uh, with I'm done, man. It's good. Cool. It's a good one. Well uh we'll see you guys next week. Um,
1: Thanks for tuning in.
0: That's Have for, a great week, yeah, everybody. See you. See you next time on Dial Drummer.